0: I don't remember the Seinfeld noises that they make. You're you're close enough. Neil hit the record button, and then we all stopped. Did, I <laughs> did he? I I wasn't sure, but yeah, yeah, he gave that look. He did. He gave
1: that the it's, look. Yeah, <laughs> is you it you look? have that sly look that's like now anything you say is <laughs> is fancy ramen property.
0: Yeah, it's totally totally that look that says it's. Today is four sixteen. This is Weebcast episode two. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Skamilt Kuhn. My name's Neil. I'm Scott. Happy Easter, everybody. Sure. Hey, hey, hey.
2: <laughs> so it's been a week. Scott says it's been a week for him as well. It's been a week for you, I imagine, with your car scenario. It yeah, I mean, I, I think I've been taking advantage of having access to my girlfriend's truck pretty oh. much the entire week. And I kind of told myself if my car doesn't show up within a week, then I need to start actually looking for a replacement vehicle. But this, this, it's been a week today, and I'm kind of just that's like, about, I don't want to fucking for it.
0: What is within a week for you if it's already just been a In week? week. <laughs> yeah. That that just means that... It's not noon yet, so technically <laughs> Neil hasn't found out <laughs> that his
1: car's been
2: stolen. Yeah, so I still have two hours left before I really have to start doing some uh, yeah, Craigslist it's more, it's hopping. It's more
0: like an hour and a half.
2: Yeah, more or <laughs> less. The value of your vehicle, though, I mean, you could just get a really nice bike for that same price. Oh, but I didn't have insurance on thefts or coverage on thefts, uh, so I'm just out whatever that would have been. I, yeah, I, like when you brought that up, the whole bike idea, I started to think maybe that's, maybe that's a thing. Our you, bus system is absolute garbage. It is. Are you going to get a moped? You should get a moped. They're yeah. only like a grand. Can I take a moped on Seventy Second during rush hour? Though, yes. Or yeah. will People hate me. Uh, I took a moped. People won't hate you everywhere. If you drive the but speed people, limit.
0: did they hate you? Fuck if I cared. I was the coolest motherfucker on the road. <laughs> on so a <the> fucking moped. <laughs> did you wear a suit while on the moped? <laughs> actually. So I was going through a lot of job interviews at one point in my life. So yes, I was constantly on a suit and a moped. And like one guy, like stopped me at McDonald's. He's like. Man, I've been seeing you zipping all around town lately. <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> it's like job interviews. He's like, ah. Hence the outfits. It's like, yeah, yeah. I just thought you were fresh to death. <laughs> it's just... I thought you were the replacement for the Six Flags guy. <laughs> Today I kind of am with the bow tie. Yeah.
2: yeah. You just need the monogrammed handkerchief.
0: Is, is that a real bow tie or is yes. that a... Okay. Tied it myself. Cause... So it's not like a... Necktie that's been changed into a bow tie, right? No, unfortunately, I'm not that good at tying neckties. Okay. It's making them bow ties, which I've done once. I've got one bow tie that'll actually, I've got one necktie that'll actually do that. Well, when you do it, does it make a decent looking
2: tie or are there things that make it obviously, are there obvious signs that
0: make it a necktie and a bow tie, if that makes sense? There are obvious signs that make it a necktie and a bow tie, but that makes it even like classier as fuck. Yeah. You know? uh, okay.
1: Like you notice the
0: tip of the tie because the tie has actually got you gotta you gotta tuck that in otherwise oh you it's do got gotcha. it's gonna be longer than an actual bow tie so it's gonna droop down a little bit more mm. it's gonna be a sad bow tie and you're gonna be like that's too big to be a bow tie good on you classy motherfucker <laughs> so is the um,
1: monogrammed R for your last name Skamilk. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Correct. (laughs) Okay. We don't... Just had to check. As a whole, I've noticed that uh, a lot of men's fashion, formal fashion or, like, business fashion... Is great. Well, yes. But uh, (laughs) it's also been going, at least I'm hoping it is, because I've seen some designs go towards, like, the larger lapels, like, the more defined shapes and angles. Because, like, I'm really getting... I'm really tired of the slim everything, like the skinny tie. That... uh, I mean, that's probably still in, but I, I don't know. I'm not big on the slim lapel, slim ties. I want like more profound, larger things. Unless, you need it to
0: speak for your personality. I've got a knot to show you how to tie. It's like a double double Windsor knot. Holy shit. Is it just fat as all it's can be? Super huge. It's actually called the Hannibal. <laughs> because of the TV show Hannibal, he wears that. Ah. Like his like that Do you need an extra odd... long tie for it? No. Okay, interesting. It's a back-tied tie. So basically, you set the length of the fat end of the tie to where you want it to be, and then you just tie the shit out of the other half of the tie. Oh, And then that's it just tucks in under the collar. Mm.
2: You'll ha- it'll be hard to convince me away from the uh, Pratt knot or the Shelby knot, the Milan knot, whatever you want to call it. I freaking love that knot. It's simple. It's simple, and it gives you... like. It's easy to adjust the width, and as well as like it's just a versatile tie. Not to mention, if you do the Milan version of it, it's also a slip knot as well. So you can just yank it off, and it undoes itself. Right. Yeah. If you need to so. like strangle somebody in hand-to-hand <laughs> combat, I, I hide I hide a uh, metal wire, piano wire, in all of my ties uh-huh. just in case I need to do that. So when it get cut, uh-huh. it gets caught in the subway door one day. That's how you go. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: Good point. Scary stuff. Yeah, so what's everyone been doing this week? So, my computer had a uh, bit of a bit of a journey over the beginning part of the week, and honestly, going into details isn't going to be very entertaining or interesting. Ooh,
0: can I can I sum it up in two seconds? Yeah, cookie. I've got can. this. So Scott Coon bought a new hard drive, and his old hard drive like kind of had a panic attack so that gave his motherboard a heart attack.
1: Yeah, really. Yeah. They the, the old old hard disk drive was probably like, you're replacing me. What the fuck? And so it like crashed its operating system and yeah. Yeah, out of nowhere like <laughs> it was just plugging in the sata ports, right? And then all of a sudden my my old hard disk drive was just like, uh, I can't run Windows anymore. <laughs> So
2: get that new bitch to do it. You were you were replacing your actual operating hard drive. Or no, solid standard, no or I don't I think you wasn't. To. <laughs> oh, I ultimately okay. ended up doing that as part of the solution.
1: No, the old hard disk drive was gonna stay. That was gonna be the the main thing. And but... had a mild panic attack. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, everything's fixed now. But I was out of a computer Monday through Wednesday, so my computer gaming got
2: fucked. Real bad. That sucks. I I had this. I mean, I had that issue with my computer a couple weeks ago or last month. Yeah, I I remember that you were having issues with uh, just just Windows to, ten yeah, trying, trying to access it, it. And my solution, granted, I, like when I was taking a look at the diagnostics mm-hmm. for the uh, the uh, the disc Extreme, whatever the hell, two fifty six yeah. gig, two forty gig hard drive, uh, there were some errors popping up, but I haven't replaced it yet, and so far it seems to be running okay. Cross my fingers, it's great to have someone else with computer problems instead of myself for once. yeah, and shout out to uh Lachlan. um I, he hasn't
1: been on the podcast yet, but I imagine he'll get involved at some, some point, point at least as like a guest or something, but he does he is from FetchQuest podcast fame. Yeah. he came over on Wednesday to help me out with it. But what ended up happening is Lachlan came over and I was like, okay, I think I've got everything figured out. And so I ran it by him. He's like, "You just need me to come over and tell you that you're right." And I'm like, <laughs> "Thank God." <laughs> so yeah, he he like hung out while I just got everything running again. So this makes
0: me nervous. Hmm. You're next, because yeah, because things happen in threes, guys. It's true. Lizzie's computer's gonna die. Oh, <laughs> well, that's fine with that. As <laughs> <laughs> long as it's not mine, <laughs> I can I can fix that in like old timey fashion. Yeah. So that's uh. That's really the biggest thing
1: that happened during my week. Um otherwise I was like really busy with work. So I didn't I didn't do too much besides like stress out about the computer at the first half of the week and then stress out about work the rest of it. And then we had uh our fancy get together on Thursday. That was good. Fancy foods.
0: Not to be confused with
2: Fancy Friends. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Fancy friends with fancy foods at uh not to be mistaken or to be confused with. I wasn't sure where I was going with that, no. so I just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> uh at my tie and mm-hmm. had pho for the first time in a while. Uh was it was is theirs good? No. Okay, yeah, I, I mean I, I considered it to be like a
0: mediocre, like an I, okay experience. I've never had their pho.
2: Well, if I've, you're gonna try pho, don't do
1: it
0: there. I was about to say I've only had pho at apparently the second best place in town to get pho so oh i need to get those places from you first yeah. the the oh. omelet rice place
2: yeah if oh. there's potentially omelet rice there yeah knows? and if
1: not you can ask them to make omelette rice and maybe they can do it are they who japanese knows? or something no they're or? not they're vietnamese hmm
0: okay i was hoping you were gonna say that we're hispanic no <laughs> 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 no they make, no, they make the best chinese food
1: because chinese like the americana style chinese is its own like type of cooking
0: it's kind of like the america americana mexican food
1: yeah i guess americana anything like americana <laughs> means bastardized version of home countries like yeah cultural mm. foods
2: what's americana music i i've is it folk or country it's not i don't want to give it i really clean. struggled to identify what americana is as a genre it's
0: kind of like it's kind of like watching an episode watching the movie juno but giving it a little more folky of a twang. Hmm. Isn't Juno okay. you
2: know, like indie bullshit? I mean, I say that I with mean, all the love in the no, world. No, no, no.
0: It's uh, anti-folk is Kimya Dawson's style. Okay. And she made 90% oh, of the soundtrack.
2: Yeah, now now I know exactly the music. And I was thinking more of like a Life is Strange vibe for a second in terms of It's not in bad. Music. I could see bad, that. It's
0: a little... It's a little uh, more edgy than what's on Life is Strange, but yeah. in I would that like, same wheelhouse.
1: I would like to argue that Americana should at least acknowledge the fact that America is the birthplace of hip-hop and rap, and so that's another thing.
2: Are we like, also the birthplace of the
0: blues, though, too? Like, I'm yeah, 99% I mean, sure. America is has technically, generated Technically. Some- and the only reason I say technically is because that just... The blues branched off from slave music right yeah which branched off from
1: you want to give it to africa Africa. cookie i'm giving
0: it to africa (laughs) i'll never go to that country but i'm giving it to africa country the country of africa continent (laughs) continent. (laughs) oh fuck if i know man oh man that's how much i'm trying to avoid that place (laughs) no offense but i hear there are blacks there Oh god Well you won't find any here in the great white midwest (laughs) Or
2: on this podcast Apparently (laughs) I I really feel the need to point out the obvious already
0: But Cookie is black still (laughs) You mentioned this like every other other episode He hasn't gone MJ quite yet (laughs) You don't have You you don't
2: have a skin pigment disorder Or anything right No I am Vitiligo is the name of it
0: I am not dark as fuck but I am pretty damn dark Vitiligo vitiligo
1: vitiligo okay that
0: sounds like a jojo villain it it could be
1: i mean i'm (laughs) I'm not caught up and you fucked the keep jojo out of the podcast goal again i know (laughs) man you're terrible i did i did watch the video you sent to me though Of uh, all the joseph joestar quips english oh my gosh so good
2: oh no (laughs) oh my god (laughs) holy shit (laughs)
1: It's it. I I don't even think anyone would need to watch Jojo's Bizarre Adventure to appreciate the English like little mash up there, because it's so good. Son of a bitch. A... <laughs> That's what it is. What? Son of a bitch. He's trying to say son of a bitch, and he sounds like he's a an Italian guy.
2: <laughs> yeah, for for those not in the know, uh, Joseph Joestar is an American.
1: He's no, he's a Brit wait but, he's a brit who moved to america okay yeah that's yeah. right that's right But so yeah he's, he's supposed an to be speaker.
2: exactly yeah he's supposed to use these english terms especially in part three because he's this english native speaker who also hates the japanese J- yep he hates the japanese culture yeah and uh and you know part three at least the first portion of it takes place in japan and the um, most of the main characters are japanese or at least speak japanese mm-hmm. so they make the stark contrast with him being very brash compared to the rest of the characters and speaking English every now and then. His, usually in profanity. His racism for the Japanese is so amusing because <laughs> you know um was it Araki
1: must have just had like a great time with that. Just finally like making a joke or a dig at the Japanese within what is like
2: the the most Japanese thing, which is manga and anime. Like it, it's solid. Yeah. And There are a few points in part three that feel very like, oh, we need to educate or inform our viewers somehow. And you might be able to just turn it this way. And now you can turn the whole stand. Oh, I see. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Sorry, mic troubles, everyone. It's all good. Uh, Is it in Singapore? Like, one of the first trips they go, that's where they meet Paul Nareff, and cackling really out of place talks to the rest of the group about how you can request more tea by like opening your teapot kettle and putting it slightly off kilter. Mm, I don't remember that. I mean, they were in Singapore, but I don't remember anything past that. And they talk about local foods as they're traveling. Mm-hmm. Like part of me was thinking just Iraqi was like, man, I really want to go travel abroad. And right. I need to take this budget. And now I'm going to go to Singapore and then
1: India than Egypt. Yeah, that's probably what he did. He was just like, I need a vacation.
2: I'm going to write part three around the globe. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then part four is him being like, oh man, I'm really tired of this country. I need to move to the country. Skipping JoJo. This is going way off topic, yeah. (laughs) What have you been doing this week? So,
0: Scott last week told us about a movie that's out in theaters right now. And I made it a point to find a spot in the time to go see it. And I saw it last night it was beautiful
2: its name is your name exactly not
0: my name not Scott's name not Neil's name but your, your name.
2: name Yeah, I, I had seen this uh, online like maybe a month or so ago and I actually just saw it this uh, Saturday as well
0: you went to the 220 show uh, 510 510 okay me and Lizzie went to the um 1210 show do you go to the subbed or dubbed version dubbed how was it actually really good but then again, I didn't have to sit through the sub version, so it's okay. So you really don't like subs then? or I don't mind subs. I'll, I can't go from a dub to a sub, but I can go... No. I can't go from a sub to a dub, but I can go the other way. Yeah. but So if I get the option to do dubbed first, because my ass is lazy and I don't want to read sometimes, I'll just go straight to...
2: Ah, uh, I get you. Dubbed,
0: and then switch over via, if I'm watching anime, because dub's not always caught up.
2: Right, right. It's never caught up. If you're if you're going current or simulcast, it seems like the dub usually is behind at least a few weeks. That's okay. one preference of mine for subbed, but the other is because you don't have
1: to deal with potentially really poor voice actors. Yeah, This I, one did
0: not have
2: poor voice actors. Well, actually. so I've, I've heard... Because it's a tour de force, right? Like, it's a really big deal, this movie. It certainly seems to be like the the response I've been hearing from people is that this is as good as Miyazaki or you know like as good as some of his movies uh that it's beautiful, um I could say that a lot of really good critical uh claims, acclaim. like yeah, acclaim, thank you uh the you you could say too that the uh number of like perfect scores that you see or near perfect scores online. It's kind of surprising at least to me in regards to uh, like I mean just the comparison to Miyazaki I really don't think is warranted and I think they're two very different types of movies like it, most of Miyazaki's films I think are a lot more thought out and it's weird to say niche because Miyazaki's work is like the most mainstream you can get for anime movies now but when I look at your name it feels much more like it's a like in terms of story and presentation it's way closer to like a triple a triple a like a a big budget Hollywood (laughs) rom-com you know what I mean we're gonna blend all the genres here video game Hollywood
0: movie anime (laughs) Netflix thumbs up (laughs) Netflix thumbs up I actually don't mind that thumbs up but um now I could see both of those like standpoints of it being like I see on the sides of where they say it's a Miyazaki, because it's going to be like one of those classics now. You think so? I think so. I was so frustrated at the very end. Just like, come on, you fuckers. Well, so it, it, it's really <laughs> funny
2: because, uh so I, I'd seen this movie before. I took my girlfriend who hadn't seen it, but she had seen this director's work called 50 millimeters a second or something uh, like that. I actually it's- did three. It's three, three millimeters is it, a second. Jesus, good God, what the <laughs> hell is wrong with my numbers team? It's him. It has to do Fucking with like, the of course speed it was him.
0: Of, of the earth turning. Yeah. Oh. And like each of the like small episodic things for three millimeters a second is like they mention like one out of the entire story, like one sentence has like this crazy scientific mathematical and sentence. That's it. <laughs> and that's it. Now we can yeah. name. All right, we got to fit this title good. into the script somehow,
2: no, no, guys. It's,
1: yeah. So yeah, I can totally see that. That's I thought, him. I think it's five meters per second or something. but yeah, five it's cm per second. Who cares? It's I mean, it's a measurement of distance per
0: second.
2: It's a velocity. Yeah. Well, so well, no, it doesn't have direction. So I'm going to be very
0: vague with the spoilers here. But uh, when, when actually, when, before you do that, uh huh, did you? So you said you saw it already before yeah. you even saw it the first time. Did you like have like a synopsis you read or anything? No. Okay, good. Because me neither. I literally just saw that IGN mentioned it once, and I really liked the cover art. Then Scott mentioned it, and I was like, "Oh fuck it, yeah, go go see this." Oh, I I, I also forgot to mention
2: to you that I've had people on both sides of the fence when it came to the dub. A lot of people, I think, had really bad impressions from the trailer. Uh, and when I talked to a couple coworkers that went and saw the dub version, they were pretty happy with it, though. Mm. So I'll say
0: because they played the trailer like three times before the movie actually started Mm -hmm. the dubbed version of the trailer not representative
2: of the actual pretty shitty is it is it the same lines or was it re-recorded
0: or just out of context it sounded like ass i'm gonna say out of context because you really got to be focused during that movie yeah but either way i didn't find any like Glaring issues. It wasn't like listening to Princess Zelda for the first time.
1: <laughs> Link, Link, have you figured out where I'm from?
0: <laughs> no, god damn it, you were British two seconds ago. <laughs> so I hear
1: if you like this movie, the next thing to watch is The Girl Who Leapt Through Time. That's a good fucking movie too. I actually. haven't seen it. It's on my list of things. To oh my watch. god, it's so good.
2: Maybe you need to watch Your Name first. Hey, guys, I I got you guys to watch it. (laughs) You quite literally did. (laughs) Oh, and to quickly reference that vague uh, spoiler, my girlfriend was like, I I could see her, or through my peripherals, her shaking her head near the end, thinking like, (laughs) if this is going to end the same way as that short film or short movie, like, fuck this. (laughs) Oh, yeah, they're all going to end that way, man. Won't say anything else. Let's move on
1: from there. Cool. So speaking about Netflix, thumbs up, thumbs down, I've found a new show on Netflix that has a lot of thumbs up It's called 13 Reasons
0: Why. Lizzie's watching the shit out of that. I I look over every once in a while. I'm like, okay.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know if I would have watched it until both Lachlan and Matt, we were in a group chat. Because we were going to play some Europa 4 before my computer decided to die. And then after my computer died, I was like, well, I do have some free time to do something. It's not computer related. <laughs> Good thing that Netflix still works. It's my only other form of entertainment outside of books. And so I've been, I have been—I started watching that and I've got two episodes to go. Probably watch those when I get home uh, after this. Then you got to hang out with your grandma. And yeah, and let's hope I'm not crying too hard before I head out that way. I hear it's a tearjerker. So, it's been emotionally moving so far, but
0: I haven't cried. So, brief synopsis. What the fuck is this movie, this show about? Okay. Cause I'm confused as fuck. 13 Reasons Why
1: is each episode is a like vignette that is like it, it follows, um, You know what? You'll like this because I'm going to bring in the future cut. We're going to have this become a a term that's probably pretty standard for the podcast. Anyway, most of the story takes place in two timelines. One is a timeline in which uh, this girl, Hannah Baker, is going through just all of the like stress and awfulness that is high school. And then the second timeline, which is the future cut, which is also going on, is like one of her closest friends and maybe mutual romantic interest dealing with her death by suicide in which she's left 13 tapes, each tape
0: explaining a reason why she killed herself. Okay, good. I just didn't know she was actually dead and they said she was dead. She is real dead. Okay. Yeah. She's she's 6 feet in the ground dead.
1: Um it is pretty cool and the one thing that I also like about these two timelines is as things get a little more intense and serious, as you would imagine because of like the trauma of it, he starts to kind of lose his grip on like Present and past timelines, and he starts getting like you start having, um, like kind of scenes where the past clashes with the present, which is really kind of cool. It's neat camera work. Um, it's just good. I, I feel like there's not too much to talk about without just introducing spoilers for each episode, so it's worth checking out. Um, and it was from Matt and Lachlan's excitement that I got into it, and I. May not have stuck it through if they hadn't been that excited. But now that I'm as deep as I am,
0: you've it's only got worth two episodes watching. left. Yeah, I've got two you're... episodes
1: left, and I saved those because I was like, I'm not gonna parse these out. Something really serious is gonna happen between these two, and I'm like, and I need to be in a space where I can watch it because
0: it's gonna be gonna be good. I could dig it. So yeah, so at, at this point, you're in the Fast and Furious loop. What's the Fast and Furious loop? Um, so I've seen all the other Fast and Furious movies, but like four fast and furious movies ago it was like okay so since i've seen the other ones i've got to watch this one now yeah yeah you're invested enough that you can't just like let it be pretty much i'm i'm tired of the fast and furious movies i don't want to watch the new one but i've already seen the other ones (laughs) i've seen the first one i think i've seen
1: tokyo drift tokyo drift was great
2: yeah, I thought it was good as a standalone movie too. Yeah. Like, there's not a huge amount of reference to the other titles. No, nope, right. not until got not the out until ending, after, right?
0: Not until the ending, and then like four movies later, they actually bring it back—the mm. tie-in to before the things of Tokyo Drift, and then after the things of Tokyo Drift, and things that happened during Tokyo Drift. They're uh, they're doing it like a Kingdom Hearts game. So, <laughs> oh, no. so uh, they
2: actually make Tokyo Drift more important
0: to the core storyline then, or? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, because um, the main dude who died at the end of Tokyo Drift is actually in the movie like two, ap- two after Tokyo Drift. Ah, uh, okay. Spoilers. It goes back in time. It's like a, okay, it
1: goes
2: to a prologue. Spoilers, sort of they actually go back in time? <laughs> like they drive so
0: fast in furious. miles per hour. And then just They might in this new one actually I'm not 100% sure We need to go back and save I, Paul Walker I, I, <laughs> He's not dead In this universe But he's dead in real life But um <laughs> I read something Somewhere that they were like How Fast and Furious shot that zombie car Zombie car scene And I'm like what does this mean <laughs> zombie car I didn't read it but there are zombie cars In the new Fast and Furious movie
2: apparently yes. And Oh, okay. So I I have noticed, and I like we don't have to talk about this uh, series at all, especially if you're tired of it. But no, I'm going to the new movie. It'd be hilarious <laughs> if they were able because that that series has you know transcended different genres. It won't die, so it technically does have a zombie element to it already. <laughs> <laughs> it goes zombie apocalypse, but instead of it being zombies, it's zombie cars. Yeah. Cars develop their own lives, and then. Afterlife. This is why we don't want smart cars. <laughs> you were going somewhere with, or with, the, with the cars. <laughs> I mean, it was just the thought that, like in that case, would the cars eat humans or eat other cars? <laughs> <laughs> I, they're both pretty interesting topics. So Vin I, Diesel is going to avenge his
1: like '60s Mustang because it got eaten. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> At what point? I think he's the bad guy in this one. Maybe. Really. I'm not sure, but then uh, aren't again, they
1: all bad people? They're, they're all criminals.
0: They're all bad people. But I think he betrays the family. He's the antagonist. It, okay. It's kind of like
2: Yakuza, you know, yeah, the the series in Japan that basically makes yakuza seem like great people. They're really the only social justice heroes in Japan because the police can't do shit. There's only one detective that works with the yakuza mm. that actually helps.
0: You know, makes <laughs> things right. God, oh, right. that fucking game. Series. Is it a game or is it a show now, Neil? I'm confused. It's, it's kind of both.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's enough cutscenes and shit. I, I just watched a bit of Yakuza 0 where the side quest involves the main character uh, trying to track down a game system that gets stolen from a kid. And first, just a goon steals it. He gets to the goon who's talking to like some low-level Yakuza member. Or no, it's like a high school kid. The high school kid has it get stolen just before you get to him by a goon. Then you have to go track down the goon. The goon has it stolen from a low-level Yakuza. And by the way, you're beating up everyone you come across at this point because you can't just say, oh, you don't have the game system anymore. It's like, no, let me beat you up first before I ask that question. How dare you lose it? (laughs) (laughs) And then you get to the low-level Yakuza, and he's excited about having it because it's like i i can give it to my son he's been wanting it all this time (laughs) you beat him up you get the game system and find out that actually the son is the kid that had it originally so it's a heartwarming moment where the yakuza was actually doing it for the right reasons just in a misguided (laughs) way (laughs) i I stole this game from my son he's gonna love it when i (laughs) give it to him and then the son comes and is like dad did you help me like help me find it too <laughs> yes,
1: he's got his black eye in and ice way. peas on him. Yeah. <laughs> oh man,
0: fuck that! Yeah, all right. Other other things I've never. Been yeah, so, yeah. Wait, wait. Now, what have you been
2: doing? Um, I went to IHOP. Ooh, and so in the past we've talked about going out for breakfast, and there's a place that no one listening to this podcast, unless they're from Omaha, would know. Called Jimmy's Egg or Kansas City. I guess they're around that area too. I had a hair in one of my f- things at Jimmy's Egg once.
1: Seriously, it just turned me off slightly. Damn! I the- normally don't bother with that because it
2: happens. Like I get it,
0: Lizzie. Doesn't it wasn't a- like Jimmy's
1: Egg.
2: It was a gnarly hair. Did something so I've got happen? Flashbacks. Happen? Happen? Did I just say happen? Yes.
0: You-, you can say whatever you want. What
2: happened at Jimmy's Egg to turn you off from that establishment?
0: No, that turned Lizzie off. Oh, I yeah, never actually yeah. got to make it there. She just recently had something there that she liked, so we might go, but their eggs aren't that good. Yeah, you know, I might agree with you there, actually. <laughs> and it's if not it's that in they're your,
2: bad,
1: they're just, just not, not good. That, if it's in your title... You should probably have
0: that be your ringer. Yeah. yeah. You would think so, Because right? they're
1: not serving up jimmies, so...
0: <laughs> <laughs> All the meat that's in the store came from animals named Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: just that when I had IHOP, uh like the bill ended up being like twenty five bucks for between me and my girlfriend. My girlfriend and I. And uh at the end of it I was just like, man, this is uneventful and kinda like what I felt like it wasn't worth it. And then when you get done with Jimmy's egg, it's like sixteen or eighteen dollars for two. I know you have hair so,
1: in your food, but you know so maybe just, that's what
2: you gotta take for that
0: seven dollar.
1: <laughs> that's the discount.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now with more hair. So basically what you're saying is IHOPs too expensive for how it tastes comparatively to how Jimmy's eggs taste. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, it was fine. I
2: remember the hash browns in particular, like they weren't really that crispy. But they at were IHop actually sal- eggs? at IHOP. Okay. okay. But they were pre salted. And I was like, oh, these actually taste good without putting salt or pepper on their- mm-hmm. them. And like, it's kind of the small things like that that I, you know, could appreciate. But at the same time, it was like 10 bucks for like a really small breakfast where I could spend. Wait, what do you get there? I personally just got the two eggs to the two, two, two. Something like that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's a pretty common meal for I mean, it's places. It's like nine
2: ninety nine or something for it, where I could get like a big-ass plate of, uh, if you get Jimmy's garbage breakfast. <laughs> at Jimmy's Isn't Egg. that every breakfast? <laughs> yeah, basically. It's two eggs, hash browns, uh, sausage crumble with green peppers and onion. And it's just mashed together. It's actually pretty good. I've yeah. had that. And that's where I found my hair, actually. And that's
1: why it sucks. <laughs> it's the garbage, <laughs> it's, man. It's my like, no, I didn't realize it was that much. Like, you're actually reaching into the trash bin for it. But I don't know. My complaint is that I don't eat anywhere that's a chain if I have if I have the ability to avoid it. Mm. Like, it has to be one of my uh, friends who's, like, insistent upon going somewhere. So no cracker for you. Sacrifice. I'll do it if I'm traveling, I guess. Like Cracker Barrel's a good place to go if you're traveling. It's cross like the country. best place to go if you're traveling. Yeah. But my personal experience get some experience, grits, get some pancakes. Like
2: you can get everything there is good. Whatever, man. Yeah. Anyway, my personal experience though with going to like the mom and pops places in town is there always better. Like there are cases where it's always been great. Like.
1: Yeah, you have to find what's good.
2: Yeah, like but, Leo's Diner, for instance. I've never had a bad experience at, but I, like, if if maybe I found a hair or something there, I wouldn't be as worried or like it wouldn't bother me because when you go in, that place is a fucking diner. Like, you're almost expecting the tables to have at least a slight a film grime. on top yeah. of it. Because if it's not, it's like, wait, what happened? How is this place <laughs> clean? I, I, you know, I've actually never had that happen. It's not like right. it's dirty at all, but it it has. It's the presentation of it. So, like, when you go into a five-star restaurant and you notice there's like a little dirt on the outside of like a mug or something, right? That's it's alarming, unacceptable. right? Yeah. But when you go, I don't call someplace... it alarming.
0: I just call it unacceptable. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he does the lemon grab, like
2: unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but at, uh, but there's another place that I won't name. That is really popular with Omaha. Real fucking popular. Lisa's Radio Cafe. I said I won't name it. So I, I'm I like how I got it. Okay. I don't know where any of these are. I totally are. found a cockroach or cockroach-esque thing on a table. And I was just like, my breakfast has been ruined.
0: Yeah, not surprising. Well, I wouldn't be fine. I'd be fine with it being on the table. As long as you're not in your food. Because are you eating off the table, Neil? Let's just say that it wasn't... D-
1: I mean UNMC's got cockroaches in it. Yeah, and cockroaches are like everywhere. Exactly. And it's a leading hospital in in the nation and there's still cockroaches everywhere. Yeah.
2: and I expect there like there are definitely vermin and stuff in kitchens. Like yeah, it's, they have to be there. It's inevitable. But most unavoidable.
0: You just don't want to see that? Yeah, I, yeah, I the, want it to see You be need be the hidden.
2: facade or the veneer. <laughs> like it's like, I, I, I'm i pretty sure I have probably ingested something that a waiter, server, or cook has done something terrible with. Like, I think we all have. Why? You're not nice to your, no, to your I, servers? No, I am, but at the same time I still know that like from, from knowing people and management from fast food and other restaurants, shit, shit happens yeah. regardless. So you just have to accept it, but you don't want to realize, like you don't want to experience it firsthand and know that you're that it's happening, if that right. makes sense.
0: No, yeah, it makes sense. So, question: Would either of you guys consider eating at Waffle House? I've never been there. Oh my
1: God, Waffle House is like a—it's like a rite of passage, I think. So you, you won't like eat it a go. chain,
0: but you eat at Waffle House. Which I'm is, fine with that. No, no, I'm fine with that. It's like
1: the scum of the earth. I know. Like,
0: oh my God, it's so the good. The, the cigarette ashes somehow make the waffles better. <laughs> it's like. Yeah, it's like sometimes I miss it, but a lot of the times I'm like, yeah, I can walk in here without having an asthma attack now.
1: Yeah, every time every time I think of a Waffle House, I think like this is this is against everything that I normally find acceptable. But- <laughs> Wait, is a Waffle <laughs> House a chain? I need- or- yeah, yes. it's literally called a Waffle it's, House.
0: It's quite literally everywhere except for Nebraska. It's true. The closest one is depending on which direction you're going, you can either hit one in Kansas City or you can go to Iowa and hit it at the same exact time. I didn't. I
1: didn't go to a Waffle House until I was probably like twenty-two or so. No, tw- who, maybe who dragged you to work? twenty or something. I went with uh. <laughs>
2: Neil's looking up the website. Yeah, yeah. I I opened it yeah. up and the first thing that came up was Tom or not Tom Petty, uh, Kyle Petty, the NASCAR driver. Yes, Just yeah, like, that, okay. that sounds like a Waffle House.
1: Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was during spring break. We were doing a road trip of like the uh, Southwest. New Mexico, Arizona, stuff like that, and hitting all the national parks. And so we went to a Waffle House at the behest of one of my closest friends. Yep, it's got to be. He was like, you got to go. Yeah. It has to be done at some point in time. And yeah, like the coffee could have been filtered through a sock and it tasted amazing. Like everything was real
0: good. (laughs) (laughs) It's got a secret magic to it, Neil. It's like I take whenever we go to Kansas City or anywhere that... If we pass by a Waffle House, me and Lizzie have to stop by one now. But, like, the first time I took Lizzie to one, she's, like, she sits down. She's, like, ew, this looks disgusting. And then she starts eating the food, and she's eating my food (laughs) because she orders some dinky shit. And then, like, every time I have an opportunity to take any friends, like, if we're going to Kansas City for, like, a quick trip to the theme park place. Oh, yeah. uh, That would be worlds 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 of fun. I'll take people to Waffle House. I'm, like, we have to go to Waffle House at least once. And, man, everyone's, like, always the same thing. Like, ew, this looks gross and disgusting and dirty. And then they order some dinky shit, and they're eating off of everyone else's plates because it's, like, this is the best thing ever. Waffle House sprinkles, like,
2: something into the food. It's cocaine covered. Just... (laughs) the entire thing (laughs) mix cocaine with powdered sugar you won't be able to tell the difference oh my god no no no, it's in the grease it would would be
0: really bitter i think (laughs) it's in the grease i don't know what they're doing man but yeah okay it's good to know that you're at least eating at a waffle house
1: hell yeah i i've had i've had some uh life experiences (laughs) all
2: right food aside though uh i've also i'm i don't know how far i am in persona five but i think i'm at the climax or the climbing action to that. And that game hasn't
0: disappointed me yet, so. What what day are you on? You sure you want that information? Sure. Well, I actually know when the game when you are past the point of no return though, so it's fine. D-
2: don't don't tell me. I won't tell you. Okay. I just want to know what day you're on. I'm in the middle of October. Okay. I'm really worried because in every game beforehand, uh You know, Persona 3 and Persona 4, excluding Golden or the Golden or whatever the fuck it is in English. I have, I like, there's always a point where you know there's going to be like a month long skip where you get done with the thing that you're doing in those games. And now it's like the epilogue portion hits. Yeah. You literally jump a month. Now in Persona 3, you had those time skips. Scattered throughout, like at the very start, you're you're in a coma, a mini coma, or you're just asleep for a week after you summon your persona. Right, and in Persona, uh, Persona Four kind of does that, although not as obvious of a way, at the start, and maybe once during the middle too. Persona Five hasn't done that at all, so I'm really hoping that it's not just like you lose a month because if that happens, like the game is getting close to an end for me, or at least I I think it is. Well, so. It, it, persona' is normally a school year, yeah, yeah, and since it started in you, April or yeah, when, whenever if it's like kidding, a month, then it's eleven months more or less, or it, it was like I think Persona three is literally like a ten month span when you get down to it. Persona four, when you factor in the golden, you basically get to play I think the month of January or February, and that's when you have all this uh the snow stuff i you didn't did you play that far? I didn't know it it was super nice getting to that point and realizing that the game was not over. Because uh, you had like an added dungeon with one of the new characters, and you also get to go uh, on a ski trip with all of your friends, which that's it's great. That sounds cool. I've never been on a ski trip. You want to go Persona it. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll join you. Oh, I, okay. I guess I should say I have gone skiing and snowboarding before, just not like with high school friends or anything. We're not so high I'm, school friends. This will so work great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I I'm I'm really twisted and torn because I feel like this game is getting real close to its end or so it feels like I'm getting closer and closer and I don't want it to end. But things are happening that propels me or pushes me to keep playing it. And I was really close to just doing an all-nighter last night because it's like, I want to know what happens. I want to know. I'm getting real close to that future cut. Like, (laughs) the start of the game and my game's progress are getting closer and closer and closer and they keep, like, they do a really good job of making you feel like things are, I don't know, shit something's happening and i feel like this game's getting closer to oceans 11 than like a mystery story at this point so god damn it i want to see that movie anyway we so need, yeah we should have a, i point. have a question
0: for you yeah so i kind of thought about this yesterday it was just like oh yeah they really don't want you like recording anything yep but they've got when you mentioned the network feature this feature in there to tell you exactly what everyone else is doing isn't that kind of just like Hey, don't tell anybody what you're doing, but tell everybody what you're doing. Well, not not necessarily
2: because the the network feature, which I only started to mess with recently, is giving you a very diluted idea of what people are doing during their days. And you're also experiencing it in game. So to some extent, like
1: you've earned getting to that point. Yeah, at least it, you've invested the time and money.
2: It's control, too, for that matter. So, like, if you would hit the network button at any point in time, which is, like, the circle touchpad uh, on a given random day, it would just give you the percentages
0: of what people are doing, right? Yeah, so it'll say confidants break it down in these percentages studied are went like sleuthing. School life or daily
2: life. And, yeah. and And even then, it doesn't even divide up the percentages per, like, those three categories, it doesn't go any further than that. So it might it say it goes a little further than that. Does it? Yeah, it says school life, studied at cafe, studied at diner. Well, yeah, yeah, but, but like you don't see the percentage of like how many people studied at the cafe, mm, how many people yeah. read at the library. And I think that's important to point out because I think all that's really doing is serving as a reminder that there are characters that you may or may not know at that point that you could be interacting with. Uh, and also, like, going and doing things that you don't know about. Because, like, the the game does not necessarily hold your hand at discovering new locations within the town. Like, I could definitely see not discovering uh, Akiba or some of the locations you can go to unless you're like me and you basically always do things with your friends when they invite you out on days off or Sundays. Sundays or school or vacation holidays i guess which it's the weekend yeah
0: quite literally <laughs> i i don't
2: i don't know about you but whenever i get invites the night before i'm always just accept it accept it accept it well yeah yeah because when you're like nah i don't want to it's
1: it, i always seem to suffer consequences really it's <laughs> like oh you, you don't like me <laughs> at least in the older games oh. or the other issue that i'd have is i'd make plans and then someone would be like yo i want to do this and it's like you already have plans with the magician uh you know like social link and i'm like yeah yeah I'm, oh, but i'm gonna God. skip out on that and then they're pissed and you roll back like a rank or something and at least persona Three. Oh yeah i do remember yeah that. so i now as a default it's just like whoever asked me first they get priority yep sorry sorry for all you slow pokes
2: isn't that how life is though I I would note, though, that...
1: Well, no, because I'm totally willing to tell a friend, like, this other friend wants to hang out with me. Either you can (laughs) join us, or you can let me leave you behind. Or you can suck on a fat baby's ball. Yeah, exactly.
2: So, with personas... I
1: prioritize appropriately, though. (laughs) It's not like, you mean less to me, so I'm going to put you to the side. (laughs) It's quite literally, you mean less to me.
2: (laughs) It's, yeah... (laughs) <laughs> it really, is. I, I feel like you're going to find yourself prioritizing heavily in Persona Five because there are characters that have really, really good perks to befriending them. Like, like I was making the stupid bread comment in the last episode. Uh, yeah, yeah. There are gameplay reasons to to. Uh, there, there, you are... did befriend the bread person, didn't you? <laughs> I didn't know it was going to happen. Yeah, no, you know. <laughs> But there are very, very good benefits to befriending and to creating uh, contracts, as we'll call them, with certain people. Uh, some, like, you know, I, do you mind if I get
0: kind of spoilery? It's not to the core story itself. I mean, itself. if you
1: don't ruin the story, I'm going to be okay.
0: Okay. It's okay if we ruin the story at all, we'll get shut down by Atlas. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: So have you gotten the maid contact yet? not saying who it is just the maid that you can use use that sounds no. terrible no really okay sorry i just got the cleaned my room right <laughs> well so the maid i know who you're talking about coffee for you um, or make curry for you what's curry do is it just health sp for everyone so it's super op as i long love as you i mean are- i love curry anyway like yeah, I, I didn't like so I I've, I've been in a big curry kick ever since I started dating Tiffany, that's 2 years ago. And it's just because like she doesn't she's kind of picky with her foods and I've always been like a coffee guy, though I'm trying to get more into tea. So when when Persona 3 has like the ramen shop, Persona 4 is all about the beef bowls. Mm-hmm. Persona 5 is about coffee and curry. And it perfectly matches my like my lifestyle presently, so it's like, yeah. I love coffee, I love curry. This is great.
0: But now you can only choose between one. Yeah, well, that's too bad.
2: With the maid, you can pay your maid to make coffee and curry, and you can still do whatever you want during the evening. So you could pay her to make curry, and then you make coffee or something. Or, yeah, or you can go and do your social links or confidant levels That's nice. while she's doing that. And it's fucking great. Like, that is... And not to mention, the maid will also give you free time. Uh, if you get far enough along the maid's... Uh, confidant route or whatever the maid allows you to get more free time during your day so you can do things like read or craft uh, infiltration tools when you normally wouldn't be able so she, to she like gets some of your chores done essentially yep nice and also by like by the end and this isn't supposed this is not sexual but she'll also massage you after you <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Cookie and I aren't laughing or yeah, even it's, really smiling. Like, it's just Neil.
0: Just uh, Neil and his massages. Yeah,
2: one of the last ranks HD with her. Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> if only, if only it was on Twitch. Uh, one of her last rank allows you to basically have free time at night when you're otherwise would be too tired. So if you go to mementos or you do any dungeon crawling, you can hire her for a special massage, and then you're able to do whatever you want at night instead of having to go straight to bed. I like that. It's, That's good mm-hmm. to know. It's fantastic. Because otherwise, like, if you go to Mementos, you can't do anything that after stupid that. stupid fucking cat. Oh, you're tired. Let's not do that today.
0: <laughs> go to bed, Cookie. <laughs> milk coon to you, <laughs> motherfucker. It,
2: it is important to say, though, that uh, it it does not keep the cat from telling you to go to bed if it's story related, if that makes sense. So if there's a story event then story happens. But it's like tough shit in that way. Anyway. Yeah, it's like those days you're you're not going to do anything no matter what. Exactly. So But Do that, you do you sink money into that? Is it a sunk cost? It's then? five thousand yen each time to hire the maid. But I think it's totally, totally worth it. I feel like mugging a monster in a dungeon gets you that money back. So <laughs> I mean, even at my point it usually takes about two or three battles and if uh if you're smart about like your resource management going into that dungeons, you can it. make a shit ton of money. Yeah. yeah. So real good real great i i wish i had worked on that confidence or whatever that that relationship much earlier because uh after doing it now i realized like just how much more free time i would have gotten from it
0: good to know so as soon as i get her i'll um just start working on that
2: yeah and, and like don't don't i nope. don't know. everyone else going to the wayside yeah i guess (laughs) but but in general like i don't feel nearly as pressed like in the first time i played three there were social links i didn't even start uh the first time i played four i got closer to maxing everyone out without you know like there are no guides involved in my first playthroughs uh but i got like i got pretty close to getting everybody in five like given the time span, I know I might or may or may not have. I'm pretty hopeful about getting everyone at this point. And like, I don't think I've maximized my, my. Uh, you haven't my utilized time. your time perfectly. There's yeah. no way to do that on the
1: first playthrough.
2: And and at the same time too, like I'm really close to having max stats, social stats. That's nice. And and it's it's just because like the game does a really good job of giving you options that cost money but don't take up time. Like you can go and buy plant fertilizer to take care of your plant. Kindness. Yeah, you should, you should, uh, once you have access to, uh, Shinjuku, Shinjuku you should, uh, get the super expensive, uh, plant nutrient there. Because that will be, that gives you three points instead of the two you would get from the flower shop in the shopping, the underground yeah. shopping
0: mall. So, question. Without being, hey, it's not a spoiler at all. How did you do on your first set of exams? I was above exams?
2: average on them.
0: Okay. Did you did you just go straight off of the knowledge in your dome?
2: Oh, oh, you mean from the answer standpoint? I still am taking notes on every question or every question I get during the school year, or the regular wait, classes. Wait.
0: So you personally, as Neil, are taking notes. Yes, I
2: I have a okay. notepad open on my computer or laptop as I'm playing it. And I'm like, okay, this is what this guy asked, and I just type it real like I I type it close to verbatim, because every
0: question you get in the quizzes is based on those questions. Yeah. Or info, as as I found out, because went through my first set of exams, I was like, oh, I'm getting a lot of these wrong now. <laughs> did you Did you end up below the class average, or I don't know yet. Oh, oh man, oh, <laughs> we'll find out. Like, start off real strong. Start off real strong. <laughs> Middle area was like, it's like okay, okay. He's like stupid cat was like, oh, it doesn't sound right. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> You're a cat. What could you even know
2: about this? This is thermodynamics. <laughs> Obviously, you know the answer. Just give it to me, you fucker. <laughs> you you haven't seen Evangelion before, have you? I haven't. God, there, there's a. Great... I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it, it's just I I remember one of the iconic moments when Shinji is be, like developing interest for Asuka. Uh, who's like the red headed Tsundere character. Asuka. Uh she talks about thermodynamics in relation to her breasts. And it's I don't know why it sticks out in my head, but it's a very it's a very specific moment that I think.
0: Young Neil was like she's talking about her boobs.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was probably like ten at the time of watching that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Maybe a little older. Speaking of boobs. Thermodynamics. Speaking of boobs, Neil speaking of boobs yeah where where does this transition oh it's going back to your name (laughs) oh yeah yeah. i
2: i I love that joke like it it never got old even even by the end
0: then they found a way to like refresh it towards the middle there where they were just like for her sake (laughs) anyway the last
2: time like he's crying like (laughs) profusely and like you see you see like the the the, uh the snot running down into her mouth and her eyes are just pouring out (laughs) oh it's so good you you gotta see that movie you really
0: gotta see that movie i I personally
2: don't think you need to necessarily see it in a theater like i liked the alamo draft house but it's also like the volume in the theater was excessively loud not that, for us
1: that seems to sometimes happen with anime for whatever reason I went and saw Akira for the first time in theaters and I had a migraine leaving it was so loud I was like wincing in pain it was so
0: loud I think there were just like two spots in that movie where it was seemed like excessively loud But besides that the uh, volume that we had it at was it during the music no it was um those cuts where it actually had that like gong sound that triangle that Okay. Yeah, yeah. Lizzie, every, Lizzie quite literally went ah. every fucking time that the
2: J-pop band came into play, because <laughs> cause it happens like two or three times through the movie. It was too loud. Like it was like I can feel my ears kind of wincing naturally
0: from this. Well, because they didn't need to worry about um, EQing the anything because you're reading everything so they're just like fuck it keep it flat <laughs> yeah, maybe i was thinking
1: about that that the dub they might be able to gauge just the voice volume a little bit better yeah
2: i could and be then... wrong too but i think there's a different level in sibilance between english and japanese and uh i could see that oh sorry go go ahead and say your part first i, I cut you off no but... finish well because c- i'm gonna transfer go back into persona about what this quip that's fine then our listeners need to know the the reason why that i that comes to mind is because it seems like english is usually way more sibilant and i imagine they probably take a lot more concern or care into how and and like s's are especially annoying to the human ear when they're too loud right it's a lot of like totally
0: like when you hear somebody whispering and you're just like that's way too many fucking s sounds yeah so uh
2: it's it's super noticeable because persona 5 like the one issue i still have with it is that given that we don't necessarily have the same size limits i'm really conscious of my s's now uh need some apple juice or get a lift Even though they don't have to deal with like noise or noise, sorry, I'm I'm <laughs> dyslexic as fuck. Uh, file size, because we have fucking huge hard drives and shit, you can still tell that like the the audio quality of the dubs is at a low enough uh, compression or like uh, basically a, a low enough uh, bit rate that the S's get a little overpronounced at times. And it's not as bad as Persona 3, where Mitsuru especially... Like, it's not her voice actress, but just her voice falls victim to it. The S's just start to become very... I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, Yukari has it kind of bad too, but the women especially have it a little worse than the guys. But Mitsuru... Like it sucked because she, I'm not even sure if I remember it for Mitsuru because Yukari the one
1: in the pink, right? Yeah. Yeah. I remember Yukari's being terrible for whatever reason. I thought there was something wrong with
2: my sound system. And, and it's, it's basically because at the, at those lower bit rates, what you're effectively doing is eliminating your, your available, uh, uh, frequency range. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, like a, digi- a digital artifact that happens as you're doing that, usually unless you prepare like a set of filters before you do the compression, is that it basically makes whatever is at the limit of your top end becomes more pronounced. And so it hits at a terrible point for like female voice for the most part, mm-hmm. or in that case it did. It's not as bad, but you can hear the quality change. uh And, and I just don't understand why they don't like have a larger of a, like a, a better fo- like sound quality for so
0: it. my question to you is then why are you not just
2: playing this game in Japanese you know it's like it goes to show you just how good the voice acting is <laughs> because I've always thought the persona voice actors and actresses have been great and uh, persona 5 is no exception to that I I'm kind of curious about doing it maybe on my second playthrough uh, but have you noticed any familiar voice? Oh, I guess you didn't play Persona Three. Nope. But the homeroom teacher is totally Yukari's voice actress, and I think she fits that role much better than she did Yukari. But Yukari's voice actress was already good to begin with. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying it fitted fine. You mean the teacher's voice actress? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but like, as the teacher now, I think it's like, it, it, is very, very suitable, very good.
1: Yeah. I don't. I don't think I had a complaint for. The voice actress as Yukari, either like all the voice actors through Persona 3 and 4, as I've experienced it, have been fine and great. Like, no complaints, they're diverse as well, which is really nice.
2: Yeah, kan- like, there are a few fantastic standouts in 4. Like, I loved Kanji's voice actor, mm-hmm. you just gotta yeah. keep on keeping on.
1: I mean, uh, Senpai Junpei <laughs> Junpei had great voice acting too.
2: You just wanted to hate uh, his voice and his character just made me hate him more and more and more <laughs> but i think it was a good thing right like i mean like that might be intended like by the end you have enough sympathy for junpei that like you, he justifies himself but he's still just such a fucking dick man i hate junpei maybe not that excessively but
0: yeah my seatbelt
1: you okay chris oh we just yeah. thought you got shorter <laughs>